On today's episode of Beyond the Rig, we're meeting with Danae Britton, a professional truck driver who loves to shuffle dance, and she's going to share all of her experiences on the road. Now let's get trucking. This is Beyond the Rig. Welcome back to Beyond the Rig. I'm Brett Stabler. Alongside of me is one Madeline Dobson. She's filling in for the lovely Linda Dominey today, and we're glad she's here. We'd like to also introduce our guest, Danae Britton, straight out of Southern California, here to our studios to talk with us today. We're pumped that she's here. She's a professional truck driver, out of, like I said, out of Southern California. She's got a passion for life on the road. She loves to drive. She's told us that many times, so we'll get to hear a little bit about that. She loves to shuffle dance. Yes, I said shuffle dance, which I guess is different than other dancing. So we'll learn about that as well and have some of her experiences that she's had on the road, some inspiring things, and what led her to a life of trucking. So let's get started today. Danae, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited you're here. And Madeline, welcome. Thank you. I know this isn't your first time behind a microphone or in front of cameras, so we're pumped that you're here with us today. <laughs> and... I know I wasn't your first choice to replace Linda temporarily, <laughs> no, but it's okay. you weren't. Robbie was my first choice, but <laughs> Robbie has to be behind the camera, so we got oh. you, and that's, that's all right. So if you, if you have any flashbacks at all from your days fine. in front of the totally camera, fine. just go ahead yep, and share that with good. us, okay? So good. <laughs> all right. Thank you for having me, guys. Well, let's <laughs> nice get to, to Danae, because we're not here for Madeline, <laughs> right? I'm actually uh, here for Madeline. Yeah. <laughs> Thank perfect, you. High five. Perfect. I see that I'll be ganged up on, and yeah. that's just fine. <laughs> Women power, I get it. I'm mm. all for it. Well, Danae. Yes. So talk to us a little bit about where you're from and, and kind of how your life got started uh, so many years ago. So my mom fell in love with my dad. And when, when people fall in love. <laughs> they tend to have babies. Have babies, yeah. Okay. okay, so you know this talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was born and raised in San Diego, California. And uh, had a great life. And here I am. San Diego. Yeah. There's a great burger place there that I love. What's it called? Hodad's. Hodad's. You know Hodad's? Oh, yeah. In OB. Oh. Wow. Okay, yeah. so do you go down to San Diego a lot? Well, I've, I've been known to frequent <laughs> San Diego for a time okay. or two, but Hodad's is always a stop. No, I don't, in and out everywhere. It's when I was now. a kid, In-N-Out was cool because it was only in California, but now yeah. it's Yeah. It's the same thing with, like, Whataburger. Whataburger? Yeah. It's, like, coming coming this way or yeah, something. It's, it's going to be in California thing. soon, apparently. Yeah, so. a lot of Whataburgers are totally overrated. Really? I've never tried. For all you Texas drivers, I apologize. I just find In-N-Out a lot more um, tasty, I guess. In-N-Out's my fave. Okay. There you go. I can't really say anything else about any other place. As long as Madeline Don't likes stray. it, and we're good. <laughs> yeah. We are good. Yeah. So who were some of your role models? Um, you know, that's that's a great question. Um, I can't really pinpoint one or two, but um, I think both of my parents are incredible people. Like, my mom is a very strong, independent woman, and my dad is just, like, the most kind man. So I think growing up, seeing them live their life was really big for me, especially because um, they were very supportive in anything that I wanted to do. They weren't the parents that were like, okay, well, you're going to go to school, you're going to you know, get a degree, you're going to get this job. They were just kind of like, well, what do you want to do with your life? Or you know, if I expressed an interest in dance, they'd be like, okay, well, 
will get you dance classes or if I liked music, you know, I played drums growing up and uh, they took us to singing lessons, me and my sister. Hmm. And so they were very supportive in like us finding, I guess, what we wanted to do with our life. And so that was really inspiring to me, just the way they lived and the way they the way they loved each other. Like I I post them on my Instagram all the time because they're so sweet to each other. My dad loves my mom. He's been super loyal for 30 years. That's awesome. 30 years. Yeah. And so just like seeing their love and seeing how they live their life and how they're just so kind to everybody. It was like, I want to be that. And I know that's rare. It's rare to have parents that like one are still together and two are just like such great people. Yeah. Yeah. Are they both artistic then? They are. Yeah. So my dad um, is a trumpet player. And he is also a teacher, so he taught band at some high schools. Um, and he also writes music. He's he's a genius. Oh, cool. And he he has um, a degree in film, so really? he grew up making film. He loved Buster Keaton stuff, and so he would like make short films back in the day when you actually had to like make, cut the film with films? yeah, yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> with scissors gotcha. and tape it together. Um, so he used to do a lot of that kind of stuff. And my mom is like a singer. She played piano. Uh, she did a lot of photography and she's also oh, in graphic cool. design. So, awesome. <laughs> so I kind of ended up like my parents, just all my creative outlets are just everywhere. So. so you talked about dance. You talked about singing. How long did you take? How long were you in singing for? Um, I'm not sure how long the lessons lasted probably a couple of years when I was um really young so would you say you're fairly decent at it would you sing us a little diddly <laughs> now Madeline knows where not. I was going with that <laughs> yeah. I saw it kind of yeah, yeah. I, was like, mm, I no. don't have a microphone go but. ahead and just sing your favorite song for us Danae <laughs> you I can mean, even we know we know you're not original. shy <laughs> An you already know that. Too. We know you're an open book, so let's oh. go ahead and sing. Do you want me to pick a song for you? I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I just got done watching Stranger Things, so I was going to come at you with, uh, why don't you sing the never-ending story for us? Oh, my God. I'm not familiar whatsoever. So I would not do know. Thing. The, no. We're here do waiting. Okay. I will just say, like, if you want to hear me sing, you should follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Do you so sing on Instagram? I do okay. a little oh, bit. Oh, do you really? I do a little so bit. So I typically don't have my volume up on my phone, but I did go to your Instagram account. Okay. And to, to, to just pay reference uh-huh. or homage to your parents, I did see your dad. Did you? Trying to <laughs> mimic his daughter's dance moves. Yeah. Oh, this is good. And he it's did it fun. with a smile on his face, and he tried even though he knew he was failing miserably. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you approach life, honestly. That's good. Yeah. Seems like a good guy. He is. He's always down for a video. If I'm for like, I have a full one where I taught him TikTok dances, <laughs> and it's the best video. I watch it. If I, if I ever need a laugh or to smile, I just go to that. I'm like, that's good. Well, I think it's awesome that your role models are, are your parents. That's, Thank you. I think it, sh- it should be that way, so that's wonderful. Yeah. So let's talk about some of your other interests. Okay. Hit it, girl. Hit <laughs> it. I'm going to go through all of them. <laughs> Just some of the ones you like. Give us your top Alphabetical five. Alphabetical order. Oh, gosh. That that would be impossible. Alphabetical <laughs> order. <laughs> well, let me write this down. Um, well, to the singing, um, I play ukulele. Oh. A little bit. Not the best. But um, play ukulele, and I've been writing songs. Okay. I used to okay, do. Stop. Time out. <laughs> you, were, you were acting so shy just a yeah. minute ago that you did mm-hmm. not want to sing. Like It was like almost like, oh, my gosh. I took these lessons years ago, and I haven't, I haven't touched, touched it, it since. <laughs> And now here we are. Oh, I play the ukulele. I write music. <laughs> so, 
I okay. Live is different. Does anyone have recording. a ukulele with them? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Robbie. Right. I think this is the problem. She didn't want to sing without the ukulele. That's true. It's definitely like a safety net we where it's like in front of you. Sing and that Hawaiian song. Oh no, I hate that song. With the ukulele, come on. The over the rainbow one. It, it's, it pays about? reference to almost every actor that's died in a movie or TV show. <laughs> is that on a ukulele? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm Big, not a Big music is. person he whatsoever. Did, he's the one that he's the one that played it and made it famous. What a guy. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted. Okay. You're not going to sing. Go on. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for accepting me yeah. for who I am. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I used to do spoken word poetry. Oh, cool. Um, and so I kind of turned that into songwriting. Um, and I just make these short songs. Nothing, nothing special. But they're great. And I love them. Um, but... Uh, Aside from that, I grew up doing photography, like little photo shoots with my sister, and eventually turned that into a professional thing, a little um, side hustle. Um, and then dancing, of course, and we'll get into of the course. evolution we sure will of get into dance. That. Of course. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Me too. Right, Brett? <laughs> this is about Danae. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I... I think that's, well, I used to do a little bit of video production in high school. Um, I've done a little bit of graphic design. Uh, just, I'm probably forgetting a ton. I You're just, just a dabbler of all I, things, yes, aren't you? Okay. Yes, I feel like, I don't know, I just have, I have so many thoughts and ideas that it's just like, if I don't, if I weren't to have any creative outlets, it would all just be me talking mm -hmm. and people would not be my friend. Because I just talk too much. So I use those creative outlets to just yeah. kind of disperse. Yeah, I, I think I can relate. Yeah, Maybe not totally, but I can. You have to any creative not. outlets? No, no, no. <laughs> people not wanting him to talk so much. Oh. <laughs> Having so much inside <laughs> that it's going to explode. <laughs> like, yeah. so, you got a little, is it an older sis or little sis? Older. You guys are close? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it just like, oh, yeah. It's complicated. It happens. Yeah, it happens. No worries. Family stuff. Good. Yeah. So, a life of trucking. <laughs> yeah. What led you this direction? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, that's why I asked. I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> um, okay, so, because I get asked this a lot, and we always try to build a story of, like, how, you know, you it's the, the things that led up to you being a certain thing, and I was like, there's... I don't have the typical trucker story of like, you know, my dad was a trucker yeah. and, you know, I started driving trucks when I was 12 years old. And I'm like, I never touched a truck in my life until a year ago, two years ago, maybe. Um, so, I mean, I grew up a tomboy, so I was always playing with trucks. You know, that's like a little piece of it. Um, and then... As soon as I got my license when I was 17, I was driving everywhere constantly, going on road trips by myself, dragging friends with me. Like, I loved driving. It was one of my favorite things to do. I actually wanted to be, like, a stunt car driver. Okay. That was, that like, awesome. that was, right? I was, like, that's that's something. Because I, I was trying to find a career in driving without it being something boring, like, um, I don't want to offend anybody, but, like, driving an Amazon truck or, uh, you know, like... <laughs> like a, bus driver or something not to be offensive. yeah not to be offensive if you love that you but know, if that's your career <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> so sorry yeah um so i before the pandemic 
Everything was so different. Um, I was working in entertainment in a couple of different things around Los Angeles. Um, I had three different jobs and like I was good with that. I um, was living in a van at the time. Down by a river? This is but, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't just say entertainment. Say what it is. It's Disneyland. Oh my. It's God. Disneyland, people. Yeah. I sorry, hey, whoa, whoa, sorry. Whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, but I got so <clears throat> excited when I saw that. I not that I'm like this like ultimate Disney lover, but I just have always dreamt of working at Disneyland. Really? Yeah. You and should do it. Move to California and here's my resignation. <laughs> yeah, Accepted. I gotta go. <laughs> oh. Jasmine, will you sign Didn't my even think about will you it. sign my autograph book, Jasmine? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I just love it. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, it's all good. Um uh, yeah, I worked at Disneyland, but I did a couple of things in entertainment. So it was like, I just say entertainment is like this broad thing, but I also worked with, um, Nickelodeon, like a oh. special event company. Did you ever get slimed? I didn't. Dang it. That's my one regret in life. We so can do cool that today. We're going to make that dream come true. <laughs> Nickelodeon was awesome when I was a kid. Of yeah. I know. I don't know how they, do they do that anymore? Yeah. That. They still they slime. Still I think. do. Wow. Yeah. It's good. good. There was a show on Nickelodeon called tradition. Truth Dare Double Dare. Mark Summers was the host of it, and I loved that show as a kid. Now, I'm an old man, so, yeah, I'm an old man, so, but it was awesome. It was awesome. Now, talk a little more about Disney. Yeah. What'd you do for Disney? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I made magic for kids and families. That's the Disney answer. uh, (laughs) I have tons of them. Were you a princess? Um, Were you you Jesse running around with Woody? I wanted to be a princess, oh, yeah, be but all the princes were taken. And, like, unless you marry a prince, you have to, like, be born into royalty. So there weren't any. Oh, my goodness. She had me going out. there. I was I'm totally, so I was totally <laughs> caught up in it. And then she went there. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, no, I wasn't a princess. So you really aren't going to share what you did at <laughs> Disney, are she you? She can't. I just it's like did. a thing. I'm just not a princess. Um, so my main thing. Well, there's two main things, I guess. Um, I would hang out in Radiator Springs with all the cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is also like a precursor to me becoming a truck driver. Because um, Cars was like my favorite movie. I loved it so much. And so I basically ended up getting my dream job at Disney with the cars. So I just would walk around with Lightning McQueen. Have you guys been to Cars yeah. Land? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you yeah. have you seen Lightning McQueen oh, or yeah. Red, oh, like, yeah. Mater I've rolling around? Many, I've been there too many times. They've got too much of my money. He has six money. kids. <laughs> yeah, I have six children. Way. So we're constantly going to Disneyland, <laughs> yes. and it just sucks me dry of everything yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. Every dollar. Oh, Imagine yeah. Imagine six kids I don't, at Disneyland. Ugh. Yeah, it's Ugh. terrible. Even me, when I used to go into the park, I would just use my whole paycheck to buy a beer and a pretzel. That's yeah. Still in debt Did you dance behind McQueen? No. You just were the walker. I just was the walker. Okay. And the yeller. You'd yell at people to get out yeah, of the street. Yeah, you did. You guys, you, guys get, <laughs> you guys get really brutal. Yeah. Well, you guys people... are gentle with the children, but when it comes to adults, you're like, hey, get your fat rear out of my way. Lightning's <laughs> I feel coming. Like there's well, something I, that I, happened. I know. Is there, is there a story that well, you have? It might have well, been. Well, since me. we're talking about yeah, pre pandemic, it's kind of like Avengers, right? They talk about the blip. You know, like, oh, yeah. remember the blip? Talk right. about, remember the pandemic? Yes. So back then, before the pandemic, they all seemed to be a little bit nicer. And then post-pandemic, it's like... It's a actually, great excuse. Get out of the way. Like, don't breathe really on me. You guys suck. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. There's more of my money. Awesome. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe Spider-Man can fly in here or something <laughs> on his web. He does do that. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would, I would just kind of float around Disney and do different things, hang out with different characters. Like I was the person in the, that would uh, be in the line. Oh, like yeah. if you're waiting to meet a character, I would like standing there and I, what? Like the one that like, yeah, the line I'm the bearer of bad stuff. news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but those four guys in those outfits, man, that's going to get hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was the person that kind of entertained the line as you're waiting because those lines would get to like an hour and a half wait to yeah. meet Captain America or Spider-Man or. Yeah, it's amazing oh. how everyone thinks that they're real if you're at Disneyland. They are real. They that's are real. really him. They are yeah, it real. Is. It is really them. We still are lying to our children. <laughs> it's not a lie if it's true. In a yeah, serious, I got a serious thank question you. about Disneyland though, yes. and then we'll. I know we totally digressed. We totally digressed onto Disneyland, <laughs> but <laughs> it's my understanding they have all these tunnels underneath Disneyland. Okay. She can't speak about the tunnels. Have you ever been in those tunnels? Um, they do tours of them for certain groups, but. Well, I mean, I just want to know if you've been <laughs> in the tunnels. That's all I want to know. If you've been in the tunnels, I've been it. in a tunnel. Okay. Not sure if it's the it. tunnels you're speaking of, but been well, I know that they go all through. I just maybe that is my interest in working at Disney is to like know all the secrets like Ooh. that. There's a lot to of destroy them. Yeah. the magic. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't just <laughs> just not to share all the secrets, just to know all the secrets. Yeah, I, just, I know there's and that's how they get you. It's like a cult, you know. I'm sorry, it's not a cult. <laughs> um, don't come for me. But you know, it's like there's like this kind of environment where you, like the in people and the out people you know the on stage and the backstage it's like kind of yeah kind of cool yeah. you know but i mean it's the same thing with musical theater you know you're putting that's how they kind of built disneyland is like you're putting on a show and there's like this camaraderie of like the people putting on the show yeah. for you you know right. we all know the secrets the movie magic that kind of stuff yeah. so so cool. It was really cool. Well, it was the best, one of the best jobs I've ever had. This is the best job I've ever had. That's right. You don't, ha you don't, you don't have to tell us that. <laughs> and hey, screw Disney. We've been giving them Whoa, way too much. Why did that they go get, there? They get enough marketing and publicity as That's is, true. so we're done talking about them. Done. Okay. We're yes. back to Danae. Night transportation. And trucking. <laughs> yeah. What brought you into the trucking world? And then from there, why did you choose where you're currently at, which is night transportation? Oh, okay. So. I guess where we left off was that I, my, yeah. So I was trying to, so I lived in San Diego. I moved to LA when I was 19 and um, I was like renting rooms and houses. Right. And I was paying like $800 to rent a room in a house where like I had five roommates mm. and they were all like stinky men, you know, some some of them smelled good, but some of them just did not clean take the bathroom. Prepare you for a life of trucking, I guess. Yes, one hundred percent. There are no stinky men in trucking. Right, everyone's so clean. Yeah, um, that was brutally rude. <laughs> <to the audience. laughs> yeah. We're just insulting yeah. everybody. Um, so sorry. So I was trying to figure out how to like work less because I I was working so many jobs to pay my rent, but I was just sleeping at my house, like because I was working so many jobs, I was just get home, sleep, wake up, and go work again. So yeah. I'm like, why am I paying $800 to sleep in a bed in a house? So um, I ended up actually living in my car for a while. For five months, I lived in a Subaru Forester because oh. I was, I'm so stubborn. My parents were like, just come back home, like live in San Diego until you get back on your feet. I'm like, no, I need to be in LA. Like this, these are my people. My friends are all here. And so I lived in a car. I didn't tell anyone because I knew everyone would be worried about me. Um, and then my mom texts me one day and they knew, my parents knew that I was living in my car and 
there's nothing they can do. <laughs> They're just like, okay, we'll pray for you. Good luck, you know? <laughs> um, and my mom texted me and said, why don't you upgrade to like a van? And Brilliant. yeah. And I, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Like there's all this van life stuff going around and it's all. Because you were the child and you need a mother to tell you that. That's okay. <gasps> That's cute. Coming from the parent. Okay. So <laughs> in the Forester, did you have a mattress in the back? So I feel like I can picture this. I didn't you can't picture it but i it has like the hatchback yeah it's a hatchback so like i put the seats down for a while but it it was just so exposed how would you get I, a mattress back there you could like you get, you get like a baby mattress out of a crib <laughs> okay and then her legs are hanging yeah. off it i mean anyway no, she's small go, go on she, she'll then. figure it out okay. eventually <laughs> but no i just kind of like laid blankets down in the back and slept there but after a while i was like I didn't have anything to cover the windows. So I'm like, this is kind of sketchy. Like, yeah. where did you walk park? by? It's weird. Walmarts, Targets. Neighborhoods. Oh, really? oh, okay. Yeah. I was, so, it was. Neighborhoods so. until they wake up to walk their dog. Like, hey, get out of here, yeah. you vagabond. Oh, Actually, I would wake up and like, yeah, people were walking their dogs in the morning. And I was just like. I'm sorry. And yeah. <laughs> one one day somebody put um, a little envelope in my uh, windshield wipers I had 20 bucks in it and said, I hope, like, there's a great burrito spot down the road, like, by yourself. Some oh, that's breakfast. cool. I know. And I was like, oh. That's good. To, when you hear stuff like that, you know that there's still good people out yeah. there. That's yeah. awesome. And then some people keyed my car. Um, oh. <laughs> Got to balance it out. Yeah. <laughs> then it was bad. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I, I found this van on Craigslist, and I took out a loan to buy it and fix it up. And I just, again, it was like, I just needed a place to sleep. I didn't want to do the whole van life thing where they have a sink and all that stuff. So I just floors. Yeah. (laughs) So I did, I ripped out all the seats. I put in, um, vinyl, like fake wood flooring and, uh, I just chucked a mattress in the back and lived on the road. And it was so simple, but it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause I just have, I have friends kind of like spaced out everywhere and I wasn't able to see them when I was working three jobs Mm. and living out in like East County LA because it was cheaper you know and so I couldn't drive to see all my friends and my friendships were suffering you know and so as soon as I got the van I was like I'll come to you where are you at you know and I would just drive to all my friends and it just so cool it was life-changing it probably made the transition from a van into a truck fairly easy very easy yeah so um when the pandemic hit because all of my jobs were in entertainment, those were like the first ones to go. So I got let go from Disney. Um, all of the special events that I was doing, of course, like there's no VidCon, there's no Comic-Con. So um, I was out of those. And then, um, so I was like, okay, well, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? You know, what's still around? What's still moving? And uh, so I don't, I don't even, I can't even tell you the exact moment I was like, I'm going to be a truck driver. <laughs> I think I was just, driving on the road one day and I saw a truck and I was like I'm driving a van it's already a big vehicle (laughs) you know and um I was actually considering driving for Amazon um and I was like well why don't I just get into truck driving I told my mom and she was like well we got um like a friend of mine actually owns his own company and this is a fun story um so I talked to this family friend of ours And I was like, hey, would you train me and then hire me? And he was like, yeah, sure. And so um, I got my permit, took the test and everything, and went out with this this guy. And it was... 
probably the most difficult thing I've ever had to do in my entire life. Like this man was not well, like emotionally, like it was, I don't even know where to start basically. So this is my first experience driving a truck. (laughs) He drove me to this industrial district, like put the hazards on, parked, got out of the seat, told me to get into the seat. He said, this is drive, neutral, reverse, brake, gas, you know that. And these are how you release, uh, these are the brakes. So just push them in and go. Okay. First time sitting in a truck and I was like, there are cars parked along the side of the street. And that's it's a, a small lot of street. trust. Like, I know. For him. And so oh. that should have been the red flag right there. You know, of like, mm, this guy's guy not is, right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, so I, I mean, I drove the truck down the street, didn't hit any cars, came very close. You're natural. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I've driven, you know, a big vehicle. So I guess that was helpful, but. Oh my gosh. Oh, the most stressful thing ever. And so then he took me out on a couple different trips to like Texas and um, he would have me, he would have me like speak out everything that I was doing. So if I, you know, he would say, tell me when you're checking your mirrors, but I want you to check your mirrors like every five seconds. And so I kid you not, I was literally saying, I'm checking my mirrors. I'm checking my other mirror. I'm looking at the road ahead of me. There's a truck coming up on my left. He's passing me. I'm looking at my mirrors. Literally constantly talking. I'm scratching my head. My nose itches. Permission to itch my nose, sir. (laughs) I want to go home. Get me out of here. (laughs) So it was just. That's that's not terrible. Oh, it got so much worse. (laughs) It got so much worse. I can't even go into detail, detail. but he was like gaslighting me. Like he would tell me to speed up. And then when I sped up, he would be like, you're going too fast, slow down. And then if I slowed down, he's like, go faster. What are you doing? Like crazy (laughs) stuff. And so I, I was like, I can't do that. I first, I first I was thinking just get through training and then it'll be fine. But then I'm like, I don't want to work for this man. Like, I don't know what Kind of the guy that was training you was your actual yes. friend. Oh, he was he was my mom's friend. Okay, and he owned the company, so he was training me. He was the owner of the company. He only had about seven trucks or so. Like it was a small fleet, but yeah. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go to like a trucking company. Maybe go to a school, get some actual training. Because like <laughs> he did so much illegal stuff that I was like, well, now I don't know what's right and what's wrong yeah. what i should be doing yeah, yeah. Be doing. and so if i get in trouble it's on me so i'm like okay i'm just gonna suck it up and go to a big company which i was warned against by tons of people they're like don't go to a big company you're gonna be just a number they don't care about you they're gonna make you drive in unsafe conditions so i was like oh this is gonna be a nightmare so i started you know googling different companies um and this seems not shallow but the thing that I loved about Knight that stuck out to me was that Knight does um, social media really well. Like all the YouTube okay. videos were very well produced. These guys. Yes. And I was like, well, if if a company like this takes that much care in like the details and I mean, social media is how we're doing life now. And a lot of trucking companies have no idea. You know, they don't know what to do. And I feel like if you are so focused on the future, you're going to put those things, effort into, right? you know, creating content so that more people will come to your company, you know? And so I'm like, okay. And they were talking about, you know, the family aspect and how Knight likes to operate like a smaller company. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me see if they're 
Call the glass. Yeah, if, yeah. The if they follow through. And that's awesome. They did. Like I, as soon as I got in here, I was like, I want to stay here. Like, <laughs> I just feel like a part of the family. You know, you walk into the office, everyone knows your name, and I was just, I was set. So what do they have you doing right now? Are you OTR or are you? So I did OTR for six months okay. um, because, you know. Because you got to. Well, with van Good life, training. yeah. Well, I love, um, the thing that drew me to OTR trucking is like I I get bored pretty easily. Yeah. And so I wanted something different. I wouldn't like a dedicated route where I was going to the same warehouse, you know, all the way back, same warehouse, seeing the same scenery. And I like challenges. I really, really do. Like, if I'm not challenging myself, I feel stagnant and I get anxious and I'm like, no, I don't like this. So the concept of like going to places I've never been and trying to park into weird parking spots or like, you know, these recycling centers that are tiny, that was exciting to me. So I did OTR for six months. Um, And the only thing I didn't like about that was, you know, you're out for two weeks at a time, you get a couple days back. It's just never, it was never enough home time for me. And I got back to that place where my friendships were suffering. And I think relationships are the most important thing in this life. You know, like I could care less about money. They're always, the guys in the office are always like, well, we just want to make sure that, you know, you're making like good money. And I'm like, I don't care. Just give me a good experience. Like (laughs) I'm here, I'm here for like to experience different things to travel. Um, But at the end of the day, I also wanted to see my friends. Sure. So I talked to um, Freddie in the office oh and um, Fred Dog. He's <laughs> the best. Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Mark used to be my DM, and then it was Hillary, and then Freddie. So I kind of like used all of them and talked to them about um, kind of what I was dealing with and how I really needed to be home more. And so got on a phone call with Freddie and he gave me all these options. And so now I'm doing this local job where I'm just moving empty trailers to different warehouses, only in San Bernardino County, LA County. That's nice. It's perfect because my favorite part of the job was parking tough spots in tough (laughs) spots, which you're going to be doing. Yes. And like, you know, driving for long distances, it's beautiful. Like it really is. But the day goes by slower, you know, you're just sitting and I'm a very active person. So I was like, I want, because it's not for everybody, this job, because you're getting out of the truck like right. 15, Tuck, 20 unpack, times a day. Da, da, da. Yeah. Exactly. And I love that because I'm like getting out, I'm active, I'm cranking landing gear. And, Do you, you know. shuffle dance back to the landing gear? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Shuffle down the truck. I just thought I'd like, ask. <laughs> During your Sometimes. pre-trip, yeah. <laughs> all around. I actually have done that before. That's awesome. I was dance. like, yeah, okay. dance. But anyway, so that's, that's what great. I'm doing now. So who, so who's your driver manager now? Um, it's Mason. Okay. So Mason does all of the um, Mason Pfeffer. No. Is there another Mason there now? There are like five Masons. <laughs> oh, it's just too common of a name, I guess. Like yeah. Madeline. There's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. I guess so, Brett. but. <laughs> Coming from Brett. Brett. <laughs> yeah, Danae is just such a common name. Yeah. I hear Danae's yeah. not. Oh. <laughs> it's not a common name, but Madeline. Yeah, so. and so t- speaking about, uh, not that, not to like make this about me, but just. Um, but I'm going to. But I'm going to spend this moment to talk about me. <laughs> Great. Um, no, so I would travel and I would backpack and then I would stay in hostels. No. And, and get um, in what bugs. areas? Like 
Southeast Asia, You're South kidding. America, wherever. And that's a dream. Yeah, it was really great. Wow. I mean, you spend like American dollars, $4 and 50 cents a night. So your money goes very far. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just do that for like two months. It's a little, I mean, a little gross and sketchy. You check for bed bugs. I actually, so I always checked for bed bugs. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'm just kind of like a weird person for doing this because I've never found one. And like one of the last trips I went on, last hostel I was staying in, actually like one of the nicest looking hostels, bed bugs. And they had to move us like three different rooms because it was like a room of like eight people. So then they have to find all these different rooms. Hostels are gnarly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, that was the, like one of the most interesting experiences. There's a horror film called Hostel. I know. People are like, have you watched that? I'm like, I don't think I need to. Do you know that you die in it? Because then I would never want to do that ever again. But I would totally do it again. I mean, most of the the hostels are like, they you have like a a breakfast and like all this other stuff included. And it's like, except for this one in Europe on the movie where they hang you upside down and gut you. But that's that's another topic for another day. (laughs) Another topic for another day. Yeah. But anyway, so then I came back. So it's kind of weird. To me, that anyone gets into trucking that doesn't have like some sort of relative or someone that's in trucking, because I never thought about the trucking industry. It's like this like thing that just happens, and there's just stuff on the shelves at the store when you get there. Yeah, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't know is that is that weird? I didn't ever think about it before. No, it's and not then weird. And it's like this massive industry. Yeah. And that nobody knows anything about. No one knows about. anything about it. And, and even when you drive. Yeah, and you rely on it. And do you drive on the street next to this big truck and you don't even think about the things that they're doing. Yeah. And you're so oblivious. Like the I feel like anyone who doesn't know anything about the industry is so oblivious. In mm-hmm. in and like no no I'm not saying anything badly about them. I'm just saying like that used to be me too, and I'm like totally. wow, this is like this is the like biggest a, this is like a whole new oh, world. No. That was beautiful. Yeah. Right, Madeline? <laughs> yes. Your version. Let's let's get a better Absolutely version. Not. <laughs> hey, Danae, talk to us just for a minute. We're talking about the trucking world, how yeah. you got into that. Uh-huh. But you also talk a lot about social media. Social media kind of drove you tonight. What drove you to this whole social media platform that you now have? And that you now utilize on the road when you shuffle around. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, just like everybody else, my friends pressured me to get an Instagram when I was like. Two? <laughs> a junior in high school, actually, was the oh, first wow. time I learned of. That's pretty good. Yeah. So um, it just, you know, it, it's ch- evolved so much in the past couple of years. Um, but I just. I don't know. I when I was younger, my parents had a little like camcorder and so I used to I was a very like isolated kid, like I was kind of weird, still weird. Um, but I didn't have a lot of friends. So I kind of was an introvert. I would figure out how to like have a good time by myself. And so I would go cuz my sister would read books like all the time. And so she would, you know, "Did I stop talking to me?" You know, I'm reading a book. So I would go into my room and I would record myself doing whatever like when I was 10 or 8 maybe just talking you know doing stuff in my room like I was vlogging before vlogging existed I guess I just didn't post it anywhere did you say vlogging or vlogging (gasps) it's a video blog oh wow 
You're, you're, acting, I'm, you're acting like I'm, I'm so young and I should understand you look what so longing is. You right? look so you're young. You're young and hip. And well, I'm actually very old. <laughs> I, Never would have thought. My oldest child's probably the same age as you. I'm just an old man. Okay. So yeah, vlogging, video blogging. Okay. It's like the YouTubers. Now I know what <laughs> vlogging is. I thought you were thinking like clogging. Like da, 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 da. What is that? That's clogging. With what is clogs it, What on. does it look like? What are, yeah. I'll, sh- I'll save that for later. Yeah. Right. When yeah. I bring out the, the Lord the of the Dance. We'll be, yeah, we'll be shuffling. The Lord He'll of the be dance. clogging. When the yeah. Lord yeah. of the Dance comes out, my arms go behind me, and I just <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the little skirt comes out, Go too. on with the vlog. <laughs> right. Today's like, um, what is happening? <laughs> I'm so distracted. We are derailed. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just started using my Instagram kind of the same way, where I would just, like, talk to the camera and I, I don't know, I was just sharing what was going on in my life. Uh, and then when I got the van, I was like, Ooh, this is trendy. Like this just, I, it was a necessity for me to survive, but it's trending. (laughs) So I was like, I was doing photography, like self portraits and stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to photograph me in my van and like traveling around and I'm you know this is a unique lifestyle that people want to know about so I'm just going to share in a real way because what I noticed you know the big the big controversy around van life is people made it so glamorous and it's really not you're living in a a freaking van you know like (laughs) it's not it doesn't matter how nice it looks you're still in a van sometimes you have to pee in a bottle you know like they don't they don't talk about that it's just the pictures of them you know by the ocean on a like a blanket picnic with their significant other, you know, and they have this big like sprinter van behind them. And it's like, I wanted to, so many people were getting into van life, not knowing what it actually was. And then they were getting upset. Like, Oh, I was lied to, you know, I thought it was this whole thing. (laughs) It's like, you should have probably done the research yourself, but okay. Um, so I wanted to bring more, um, authenticity to it. So, you know, I would, every time my van would break down, which happened a lot, um, I would, Record it, you know, like here I am, you know, on the side of the freeway, hitting my battery with a hammer because with a it wasn't van. Yeah, so like I just wanted to document the realness of it so that people were a little bit more like informed about what it was actually like. Um, and so that kind of evolved into I I started posting a lot, and so people were following me because they liked how I was actually being real on social media, which you don't get that a lot. You get, you know. You get the picture of a girl in a bikini and the caption says, gratitude. You know, it's like, <laughs> Gratitude yeah, that this filter makes me look incredible. <laughs> yeah. Gratitude that I have a hot body. It's like, okay, like, that's great, you know. And props to the people who do that. I mean, whatever floats your boat. But it just caused a lot of people, you know, there's this whole um, mental health yeah. problem going on because we, social media is so new. The internet is so new. We None of us know exactly what to do with it yet. So we're kind of like, you know, we're comparing ourselves to models and like all these people who are extremely successful when back in the day you just had, you know, you knew the people in your town. In your circle of influence. Yes. Yeah. And so you could be the best in your town and you felt great about yourself, you know, like I'm the best, uh, you know, piano player in my town. But now you're comparing yourself to the entire world. So we're all kind of like, oh, I suck at playing piano when really you don't. But you're comparing yourself to freaking who plays piano? Mozart? Yes. 
He did at one <laughs> point when he was alive. But yes, that's that's a good analogy. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, so like I wanted to kind of break the barrier and like whenever I felt like I wasn't good enough, I wanted to share it. So I'm like, hey guys, you know, I'm just not feeling the best today. And I the messages I was getting from people were insane. People were like, wow, I can't believe you're going through this. I would have never thought, you know, and it makes me feel less alone to know you're going through similar things as me. And so I was like, okay, this is like the world needs this. Even, even my world, like I don't have like this insane following, but I'm like the people who do following me, I want to make sure that, you know, they feel normal and they feel seen and understood. So was that was that account started and it's it's now evolved into what the account you have today, which it's the same account, yeah. Like I move, babe, or I, I got, got dance, moves, babe, babe. whatever it is. <laughs> what is it called? I got moves, babe. I've got moves, I babe. Got, I got. I got. Yeah, it's it's not. There's a difference. If you had an Instagram, what would your name be? Brett. <laughs> <laughs> not surprising. It's so creative. Maybe something a little bit more than that, like if Brett Stabler. <laughs> Why not? What are what's something creative and interesting about you? I got six <laughs> kids, babe. Okay, well, Ooh, that's <laughs> good. That's really good. <laughs> that's good. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. It really there lets the people know what you're about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a family guy. Yeah. I spend too much money at Disneyland, babe. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, that was just a name that I created in high school when I first got my Instagram, oh, that's cool. and I barely danced back then it was just like a f- i don't know i don't know how it happened what do you, mean you barely danced back then I you just picked it up in high school and now you shuffle all over the country like this kind of really so okay that's kind of a I natural guess, talent then i guess we can get into dance background now but um i so like i did musical theater growing up so it was kind of like very basic level dancing you know because you're supposed to sing and act at the same time yeah. um and my parents I don't know how long I was in this class, but there's always the the tap, jazz, ballet yeah, yeah. class that you put your little kids in. So I did that when I was like five. Um, it's the core group. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything breaks. Classics. Yes, yeah. exactly. So um, musical theater through high school, and then I found hip hop. I was like, this uh-huh. is sick. I want to do, do this. Do you crump? No, that's no. too hard. <laughs> you got to hit really hard when you crump. How do you know what crumping is? Uh, you don't know what I've got a wife that's <laughs> yeah. a dancer, I'm so and confused. I got two girls that danced. Oh, okay. But my four boys did not. But I know crumping. I can hit hard. I'm so, oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. So for we'll this. have to put a little bit of that. Put that in on the, the list, shuffling. guys. I yeah. have no idea. But come on, you're doing, you're doing great today. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, I found hip hop, and I wanted to do it, and my parents, you know wanting what's best for me and not necessarily understanding everything about hip hop from what they knew you shook your butt a lot. And they're like, there's no way I'm letting my my 13 year old shake her butt, you know? And so they didn't really, we looked at a couple of classes and it wasn't, they just weren't really comfortable with putting your mom's in in there with you. She's like, I just want to make sure it's it's good. Yeah. It's not the right time, sweetie. (laughs) Yes. So what I did is I learned off of YouTube in my room Mm. And I looked up, um, Matt Stefanina was an early one. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's like TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like Matt Stefanina, Ian Eastwood, like all of these dancers, I would kind of, I would like pause and play and pause and play and kind of learn, mimic their dancing. Twitch. Which is, 
Twitch. Isn't that a guy that does hip hop? Oh, Twitch. Wow. What? You just shocked me Twitch at was every corner. The, <laughs> the platform where you watch people video game. Twitch. Twitch is on Ellen. Yes. He's like. And he started on like. I don't know if. I think I can dance. So you think you can mm, dance? Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, that's impressive. Okay. I'm really impressed, actually. You should be. Hip hop. <laughs> little nuggets that's of what gold. Your name should be on your Instagram. Hip hop. Bread hip hop. Um, okay, so was learning off of YouTube. It's a slow way to learn. Um, and I started auditioning for dance teams because I just wanted to, you know, and I faked my way. I faked my way into these dance teams, never competed or anything. Fake it till They're you like, make it. They're like, you know, it. how the, the kickball chain Fake works. Fake it like, till yeah. you make yeah, it. That exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. So I was, I was just, but I was always so lost when I got into the dance teams because these kids have been training yeah. since they were five. Yeah. And I was just mimicking movement on YouTube. So just had a lot of anxiety in the dance community. Eventually trained. Um, I found this studio in L.A., which is my favorite studio. Like, changed the game. Because sometimes, you know, you go into a dance class and it's really competitive. you got, like, the really good dancers and people who are beginners just showing up. And, and the psycho moms. And the psycho moms. Yep. Yeah. So... Um, but I mean, I was, a, I was a teenager around this time, so I, my mom didn't really show up, but it's because you don't have a psycho mom. That's true. Those psycho it's moms are there until they're mom. like 21. That's true. You are so right. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of terrifying. But, um, so I, yeah, I found this studio that was actually about learning and like, they were just so kind and everyone was on their own journey. You know, it's called snow globe perspective. It's in Whittier. And um, so I decided to intern there because this is when I was renting rooms. So I okay. had absolutely no money. So they had this thing where you intern and you get to take classes for free. So you, d you work for free, but you take classes for free. So I did that's that for a, an entire. That's a pretty good tray. That's right? expensive. Dance yes. is expensive. I mean, classes are like $15 a class. Yep. And that adds up. So I did that for about a year and then COVID happened. So... I back kind to of YouTube yeah, dancing. back to yes, but it evolved into TikTok dancing. Oh, because yeah. that was That's the thing. So you know, everyone oh. had nothing to do, so they were all learning TikTok dances. I don't know how people do that. Oh, I tried it. It's two weeks ago. I'm a, tried one TikTok did you? dancing. Yeah, do you post not it? Happen. No, not even. <laughs> I just deleted it. I was like, how do people do this? How you, do they do it? I would have to practice all day. Yes, and they do, but they. That's another thing about social media, that you don't see people practicing all day they, they'll practice for it's a like week they nail it yes and, and you like, think they, they just a full -time job. Day, it's a full-time job i think if yeah they're dancers they don't well, well, yeah, what about if they're the dancers guy? they probably what's his name huff he used to be on dancing with the stars is it david hasselhoff no that, that guy was on baywatch <laughs> oh, um I he's know the blonde guy about. he's a dancer oh man that's no. gonna kill me I know anyways his, yeah what's his i know who you're talking about yeah Derek. Derek, Derek Huff. Huff. Derek Huff. He doesn't practice all day. Phone a friend. True. I mean, he, he, yeah, he probably, I don't yeah. know. And neither does Twitch. <laughs> Twitch just does it. I like Twitch. <laughs> we can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like. It's like his one thing to be relevant I for know, kids, maybe. I know. No, because those this. kids with the new Twitch now, are they're older and gone. No. Oh. I don't even know how to be relevant anymore. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need to be relevant. That's Danae does. Yes, that's that's honestly like all I try to do every day is like be relevant. I'm like, what are the kids doing these days? I'm like 26, but yeah. I'm still like I feel old and like out yeah. of touch. Yeah, but so I started learning TikTok dances, and yes, it's 
it's really hard. Yeah. Because it's like you have to there's no tutorial. You just have to yeah. but because I've done YouTube, it was kind of a little bit easier for me. And so then I saw a shuffle video. And like I had seen cuz do you like the Party Rock anthem, mm-hmm. LMFAO. Everyone was shuffling and that was like the the Oh. Well, <laughs> no, different shuffle. Well, I don't know. No, I would have to watch it. I okay. Don't know. Well, at least <laughs> I don't really watch anything. So for me, I'm like, okay. I'm super, don't know I'm the super references. boring. Yeah. Oh my God. Since well, I got off the big screen, I just yeah. stopped it all. <laughs> just couldn't be in the media anymore. <laughs> Watching it or giving it to the people. Is shuffle is doing the shuffle like doing the giddy? <laughs> what? What's I the think giddy? I just spit on the microphone. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? Wait, I don't giddy? even know what the giddy is. Did I say the giddy wrong? You'll have to sh- like show us what the giddy I don't is. No, the athletes do the giddy. Like a like a touchdown dance? Yeah. What's it called? The a touchdown called? dance. The gritty. The gritty. The gritty. Do you know the gritty? Um, that's maybe. a TikTok move, isn't it? Uh, you again? Okay, you I'm have done. to show. I'm us. done even trying. <laughs> Put this other dance on the list. The, I am the done. Giddy. Yeah. I'm done even trying. The giddy, the gritty. You knew you knew exactly what I was talking about <laughs> over there. Sorry, Danae. I'm trying to you guys need a fan in here. I know. It's yeah. hot. It gets hot. Wow, I think I'm somebody sweating. said that in the last podcast we did. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh. No one's going to listen to you, though. Just, they, just, they make you sweat it out. It's these lights. But no, I'm like in the hot seat. You're That's used to I've been laughing lights. so much, I'm starting to sweat. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, well, can I finish what I was... Yeah. Well, I thought you yeah, were done. Whoa. So go on. Yes, please go on. We got distracted by the giddy. YouTube. I apologize. Um, <laughs> uh, so I saw a shuffle video on TikTok. And before, like, all I knew about shuffling is people did it at raves. It was only, like, a oh. festival thing. Like, that's, that's what how I it, thought. Yeah, that's how it got... Well... Debatable on how, how it became started. popular. Yeah, oh, oh, and I don't oh, want to. I don't want to say anything because I'll get attacked by the shuffle community. But yeah, it's a um, thing. It's very yeah. Dance is taken very seriously. All types of dance, even the origin of hip hop. People are like, actually, that's not how it happened. Um, so who cares? I you know history Whoa. is very important. Dance right? is dance. Whoa, can't say that. Yeah, you're canceled. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the title of this podcast <laughs> is Brett is canceled. Throw the microphone. Yeah. Okay, go um, so I saw it like, I just thought it was, you know, this whole thing. But then I saw this girl doing really fast footwork and she was wearing like thrasher sweatpants and she was wearing a big hoodie and it was crazy. I was like, oh, you don't have to just do this at raves. Like she was just doing it in like her sunroom in her house. So, and it was with a TikTok song. So it wasn't even in. EDM song. It was like a trendy TikTok song. And I was like, okay, this looks cool. This is something I wanted to learn something during the pandemic because, like I said, if I'm stagnant, I'll start freaking out. And everything was shut down, so I'm like I'm gonna learn how to shuffle. So I started shuffling. What about roller skating? You know, <laughs> it, was, it was shuffling and roller skating. Those were the two big things yeah. you could choose from. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get into it. Did you? No. Wait, oh. what? Everyone was roller, roller skating. skating. Was big in like the seventies. Yeah, yes. no, but now it's like you can dance and roller skate. Yeah, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I it don't gets, know. It's it gets cool. you outside. It gets yeah. you active. And gyms were shut down, so people were finding other roller skating dance. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
So we'll get you a pair. Skates. No thanks. Pink sparkly. Although yeah. back in the day, I did go to Skateland a few times. Oh, yeah. amazing! Couple skates only. Good times. Wow. That was back days. in the eighties when I was a young lad. Right. The crop top fit a little differently. They didn't have crop tops back then. They had baggy, hyper color clothes in the eighties. Hot pants. Yeah, heard about you two those. weren't even around. I was born in the eighties. Like I said, you weren't really? around. I was born in the eighties. Look so young. Wow. It's because I sleep. You want to know how I sleep? I sleep like a zombie. Like that. <laughs> if you <laughs> get like, I don't want to get any wrinkles by sleeping on my side. <laughs> oh my if you God. actually get close to her, you realize, yeah, I'm not so young. <laughs> What year? 80 what? Nine. Oh, God. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're, you're made the cutoff. I made the cutoff. Doesn't even I, count. I feel that way, too. Like, I was born in 96, and they say, like, <laughs> you're not a 90s baby if you were born after 95. Why? Because, because you, you didn't, didn't experience it. That you didn't ex- well, you're not yeah. going to experience any of that anyways until you're a little bit older. You can't remember it. Yeah. But the 90s was fan-freaking-tastic. It was fantastic. I've heard good things. The yeah. grunge I, era was the ultimate. I never got into boy bands. You get in boy, into boy bands? I tried. It didn't work for me. Yeah. I was a big New Kids on the Block guy. That one didn't... That was before... I'm talking about, like, 98 oh. Degrees and Oh, so you don't know boys. about yeah. the real boy bands. Like no, the I Monkees do. from the oh, 60s? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a boys band. Yeah. One Direction? Nobody? Yeah, that's like that was after my time. Yeah, that's like older <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, no, I was. It was the gr- the '90s was epic because of grunge. Yeah. What is it? What? It, maybe I need to Google this. Probably not. <laughs> you have pictures? Because you're not gonna like it anyways. Doc Martens flannel. Oh, baggy that's clothes. grunge. What do they call that the now? Pacific like, Northwest. Like the, the Pacific yeah. Northwest exploded <laughs> with. Pacific alternative Northwest. grunge music. <laughs> I was just going to let that slide, but you didn't. You had to call Don't. Do not let yet. anything slide with him. <laughs> Ever. Ever. What are the questions you get mo- asked most often on your social media? Well. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how we get Madeline to move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, kick me. Oh, man. Anything else? <sighs> wow. What was your question? Uh, what questions do you get asked most often? Um, from people on the road, from people on the road in your DMS, how do people slide in (laughs) bunch of different ways? Um, I, you know, people usually just don't know what to ask. So they ask for generic advice. I'm like, okay, I'm going to type a whole paragraph for you of, you know, what to do. Um, I, I get a lot of DMS from women, um, about women drivers or just in general women who want to get into the trucking industry and they always ask you know how what my experience is um how safe it is and you know i'm i have to be careful because i've only been in it for seven eight months now uh so i'm still pretty new right but i mean you drive every day so I've definitely had a lot of experiences within those eight months or so. But um, I, and this goes back to my parents. My parents didn't raise me to be afraid. They raised me to be cautious, you know, take, take um, like, be safe, be aware. But it was never like, you should be afraid of men or you should be afraid of walking down an alley. Like, I never was taught that. I know some people are taught that. And so they kind of walk through life with that. Um, kind of fear. So even when I did van life, I was getting those questions like, 
aren't you, you know, you're a single female being alone in a van where you park at rest areas and at the beach, like, aren't you, aren't you afraid? And the answer is always like, no, I probably should be. I probably should be. Um, and people are like, carry pepper spray, Danae. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably go. <laughs> I should get a knife. Are you trusting. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's, that's a, that's my blessing and curse is I just, I have so much faith in humanity. I just think people are incredible. Good. You won't once they wrong you, but for but now that's great. And Gosh. here's the thing you would think that, but I've actually had a pretty intense past with like people taking advantage of me, hurting uh, me, that kind of stuff. And I'm still like, but at the core, people are so good. But they're, people so, well. but they're so sweet. Yeah, they're so sweet. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, mindset is so important when you go into things like these. You know, it's, I mean, a lot of, a lot of women have bad experiences with men in general. And so being in a male-dominated industry you know, there's a mm. lot of people who go in with, like, their walls up. Like, they're ready to fight somebody. They're expecting for a man to be disrespectful to them or they're expecting for somebody to talk down to them or uh, flirt with them, you know. And I always, I mean, it's happened sure. a lot yeah. to me. Especially if you smile, they're like, oh, she's flirting. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh, she likes me. Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I've kind of done... I don't know, I've, I've, since I've been a tomboy, I kind of tend to go towards male-dominated interests, I guess. Sure. So I'm used to being around a lot of men. So I know how to handle myself with men who are disrespectful or, you know, and it's, that's, I think, the biggest thing is know that if you do go into an industry like this, you know, you will either learn what to do, you know, there's going to be that weird learning curve where you're like, I don't respond to what that guy just said to me you know but once you once you've got it like I know how to shut men down or being disrespectful <laughs> but I always approach every interaction as like they have good intent you know and I I, f I feel like uh I don't, what's the guy who does Top Gun um Tom Cruise <laughs> our the, Top Gun the, the, yeah yeah I mean let's Top be Gun. honest that's the man Joe Joe. Philpot? Yeah. He, he, do it he just went back to, yeah. yeah. But when she was training. Oh, when gotcha. I was training, um, the best compliment I can get is like, um, I don't know what he said specifically, but he's like, oh, I'm not worried about you in this industry. Like the first couple of conversations we've had, he's like, you can handle yourself. You're going to be good. And I was like, thank you. Like, because, you know, people get offended really quickly. Yeah. And like men are men. Like, yeah. yes, there's some things we there's should be like. nothing that comes out of their mind you know, mouth with any substance. So you yeah. just ignore it. But somehow you still need us. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Exactly. We so let you think that. Oh, so we, we just got way. married. So clearly Ooh. you need us. Oh, I got to pause and think about that one. <laughs> yeah, he got you, there. Got, you there. got you there. But you know, if you just, if you just treat everybody like, like all the guys are like my brothers, that's how yeah. I kind of approach things. So if they say something stupid or disrespectful I'm like that was weird like why'd you say that but I'm not like oh my god like I'm going oh yeah how dare you say that like I'm gonna call my driver manager yes exactly <laughs> I'm gonna report you you know I'm not that kind of person it's just like hey maybe you know that wasn't maybe you that should tone cool. it down a little bit there yeah buckaroo. or like I'll insult them back and that gains they love that that gains so much respect if I just play along back. yeah and it's it's not like I'm you know I don't know some people will see that as like oh you're allowing them that behavior but it's like no they actually mm. change their behavior 
if I step up to the plate, you know? So, um, but other than that, like, everyone's been so kind. It's great. Like, I have not once felt disrespected as a woman in this industry, even from people outside of night. Like, just, I feel like I've been given so much respect, and it's really not, I've heard so many horror stories. So many women were like, be careful. You know, you're going to hate it. You're going to be disrespected, you know? It goes back to the mindset. Yeah, and you actually hear from a lot of female drivers that that's, they have very similar experiences to yours. Yeah. And it's not the case. It's almost the misconception that probably originated from the early days of trucking where you just don't see it as much now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When I talk to women who are like 60 years old, they're like, yeah, I got into it when I was 20. I'm like, you got into this way back then. And yeah. like, people are scared now. Yeah. You That's know, like, crazy. can you imagine the women who pioneered yeah. trucking? Oh my gosh. That so would much be respect. Cool. Yes. But yeah, I, I, I've maybe felt unsafe once, and that was just because I was in a really sketchy area um, in the but deep it wasn't, it wasn't south. necessarily the truck drivers oh, that were sketchy. Yeah, it was, yeah I it mean, was I've, the heard, area I've heard dudes yes. say yes. that. So, like, and that's the thing. That's something yeah. that I want to say. I feel like trucking, the trucking industry, everyone acts as a family. Like, people said truck stops were scary, but it's like you're parking right next to another truck driver who's just there to do his job. Yep. And not only that, like if you honk your air horn, if somebody is like trying to break into your truck, the guy next to you is going to wake up. And- yeah. And so I've, I felt so safe. It's the part when I didn't feel safe. Yes. Is when I was in, I think it was Georgia. I was in this really not nice neighborhood and it was kind of a last like resort of finding parking. And I walked in to the gas station to get um, water and go to the bathroom and the people in there, because it was a gas station, so there were normal people in, you know, in, in there, not truckers. And I was, because normally I kind of, you know, I get stared at pretty often being in a place like that. But I was stared at so heavily, and it felt like people were following me. And that's, I, because again, I assume good intent. I've never felt that way before, but I was like, this They're following is me because they want to be my friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> they just want to talk to me, yeah. you know, they want to know what I'm up to. Um, so I actually did the trick where, uh, you're supposed to like take your seatbelt and wrap it around the door, the handle and like lock it in so that if people try to open your truck, that's the only time I've ever done that. Everywhere else. I'm just like, no, I'm good. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. No. That's good. Good. Yeah. Safety first. Safety first. That's how he felt. He went on a ride along. He got really scared. I think they were what? Alabama. Yeah, we were, but that was. The guy, the, the guy I was with thought that there was a truck stop, and so we we ran out of hours, literally. And so the place that we stopped, I'm looking around. I'm like, there's not another truck in sight. Ooh. And then we started having dudes knocking on our door, asking for stuff. Oh, my gosh. And I, and I looked at him. I'm like, Steve, oh this gosh. isn't good, man. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, yeah, it's kind of odd that there's nobody else around. I was like, listen, dude, I'm going to. Kind of odd. I'm going to kind of. This guy is a chainsaw kind of weird. Yeah, it, was, it was odd. And, and to your point, we walked into the convenience store that was right there, and it was the same. There was bars everywhere, oh. and it was the same thing where heads turned instantly, and you're like, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, am I not supposed to stop be here now? <laughs> oh, it's okay. You know, like the movie Deliverance where you're just like, okay, we're going to go back this way now. And Didn't see it. Anyway, that's the 70s. You get it. <laughs> but anyway, they uh, we ended up just calling it in and saying, hey, we're going to go ahead and run over our hours and mm-hmm. get into a safer spot. Yeah. So, so that's the advice I would give yeah. to people is like, especially women, park in a place where there's more trucks. Yep. 
don't park on an off ramp yep. or in a vacant lot somewhere, yep. you know, plan out your route. And uh, if you feel unsafe, it's really better to just go into violation and drive yep. past your hours tell, to get to tell. a safe place. There's not, there's not a terminal around that's going to say, no, don't you dare do that. They're going to yeah. say, okay, do exactly. it. Let us know when you get there. Mm-hmm. And they, they make the changes. So Yeah. And even if you get pulled in, you know, and they check your logs. Doesn't matter. If you tell them, you know, yep. like, hey, I felt unsafe, they're going to be like, okay. Gotcha. Like, no, one's, no one's out to get you. I mean, some people might be out yeah. to get you. But, you know, just everyone wants you to be safe. Yep. So sure. do whatever you feel like you need to be safe. So let's say you had the ear or the attention of every truck driver in America. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? I love you guys. <laughs> But I do, I do, I do love um, this industry and I, um, out of all of the people I've met on the road versus um, got a lot of truckers following me on Instagram now, which is so, so weird. (laughs) My, the people who followed me on Instagram used to be just dancers and then it was van lifers and then it was shufflers and now it's truck drivers. So I've got all of these people <laughs> watching what I do. I'm like, this is, this is a weird group of people, but I think it's so beautiful how like everyone from different walks of life have an interest in my lifestyle because everyone just wants to like have a friend. And I've, I've really just, it's weird to say that I have found intimacy with random strangers on the internet but I've had so many real conversations with truckers and uh, people from all different types of walks of life, people in different countries. And I just, I don't know, I have such a big heart for people. And so I, I guess if everyone's like listening, which makes me kind of nervous, <laughs> um, but I would just say like, <sighs> prioritize relationships and prioritize friendships and family it doesn't have to be blood family like it can just be the people you meet on the road treat everyone like they're your family and I feel like I've found so much happiness in life and fulfillment doing that so I just want everyone to experience that well there you have it it, folks (laughs) straight from Danae herself prioritize those relationships Mm -hmm. go follow her on I got moves babe right yes. not perfect ve i've it's i mm-hmm. got moves babe yeah babe i said babe it sounded like you said babe. <laughs> said babe you won't find me there i said babe <laughs> anyways today thank you for being with us thank you for having me we appreciate it you've got a fascinating story and it was awesome to chat with you i know we get a little derailed but that's because we have a rookie guest host here oh my God. i actually be had next more time. questions well, you and failed to ask them. Over. We've run out of time. <laughs> Can we do a part two? Yes. Maybe. We'll see how much traction we get with this one. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> but hey, we want to thank everybody out there for being with us. Go follow us on social media at Beyond the Rig Podcast. Stream Beyond the Rig wherever you're at. And like always, keep on trucking. We enjoyed bringing this show to you, and we hope you had fun along the way, too. We're going 10-10 for now, but you can catch us on the side on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Beyond the Rig and Drive Night. Until next time, be safe out there and keep trucking.